0: Jilly. Welcome. Welcome. To I'm in
1: your house you should have said welcome. That was
0: welcome to my home and to my podcast which is also your podcast and it is called.
1: Okay but I'm not getting
0: my hair wet. Yeah and um I'm Amber. And I'm Jilly. And I gave you a topic this week. You did. And it was. It
1: was the it was the I'm touching my nose and then flicking it to one side. <laughs> it's the mafia.
0: The mafia um and it wasn't until i really started doing research on this one that i was like oh no this is a lot of stuff
1: <laughs> well my research my research was probably different than your research
0: yeah um i hope so because there's a lot of stuff to cover so do you want to start
1: i mean i think you should start
0: <laughs> why because you know i did the nerd shit and wrote down dates
1: yeah, you should start <laughs> okay. because my mob story doesn't start until uh, I don't know Queens and Staten Island in in <laughs> in the sixties. To be quite honest, you did familiar
0: research. I did family research. Yes, I did a, a wee bit, but okay. So I did <clears throat> the
1: origins of the mafia. Um, was it very gangs in New York style?
0: No, it's oh. um, because I'm the nerd shit, and I wrote down dates. Uh, when I went back and read over my notes, I realized it's more about like immigration rights, <laughs> and, like weird shit like that. So I had to change it. Yeah. Uh, so let's see what my notes are. You want to join on gang? Yeah. <laughs> so um, the mafia began back in Italy. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, with Michael Mike my-
0: <laughs> Let's do a flashback. <laughs> um. Back in the old country, uh, the mafia existed for protection um, for criminals, essentially. Um, and then, do, 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 the late 1800s or so, there was like a first wave of Italian immigrants that mm-hmm. came through um, and they settled in. What neighborhoods did they settle in? Do you know? There's one, two, three. Oh, you know them? Yeah, I have them listed here.
1: Neighborhoods or boroughs? Uh,
0: it said neighborhoods. The said article neighborhood. I read said neighborhoods.
1: The said said neighborhoods was a it Bensonhurst. It's probably Wikipedia.
0: No, it's you're not. It's fine. We're it's fine. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know how specific this is, okay. but it's the Lower East Side, Brooklyn, and uh, New York's East Harlem. Oh, okay. Um. So that was I said
1: Bensonhurst. That's in Brooklyn. Oh yeah. Ooh. Shout out. Shout out to everyone who lives in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. Yes. I wrote a. I wrote a. I wrote a. A screenplay once called "The Blossoming" in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn.
0: Wow. Alliteration. About, yeah,
1: it was about a boy who was a florist.
0: Wow, that's not what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be about. That's cute. Um. Okay. So do do do. So around 1920, um, when Mussolini came into power, there was a second big wave of Italian immigrants. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is when you have a lot of immigrants living in um, tenement buildings Mm -hmm. and they don't have a lot of money.
1: I toured a tenement in New York. Did you? It was for a school trip. I grew up in New York. For anyone who doesn't know, I grew up in Queens. And for our class trip, we went to a tenement. And we went to Cat's Delicatessa. Ooh, very um, big, anxious environment. Big that deli, sandwiches. very big sandwiches. <laughs> very angry men. Everything oh, was moving boy. very fast paced. Oh, no. What do you want? What do you want? And and I was like, uh, <coughs> "Bologna on white, please." <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> "And I'm like, you I don't know. know. I'm 11." <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, they should have made a decision for all of you guys. Yeah, it
1: should have been like a pre-cut like cut yeah. sub from Cats or that's something. That's really stressful. It was very stressful. <laughs> but I did see the table. There is a table that has a little like thing on it that says, I'll have a cheese having.
0: Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's my favorite romantic comedy. I know. I know. I know you know, because I, I say it every time it comes up, which is often uh, <laughs> for You some know, it's reason. funny because
1: you just quoted Carrie Fisher in... Uh, and how, uh, and when Harry met Sally, what did I say? You said, I know, you know,
0: <laughs> I know, you <laughs> can see,
1: I know, uh, <laughs> I know, I know. Um,
0: doo-doo-doo. so this is when you have a lot of immigrants turning back. Uh, you know, they're living in these areas and they don't have a lot of money and mm-hmm. they're unskilled labor, so this is when they start hustling essentially, and then that's when you see a really big rise in, um the mafia in news stories because also in 19 (laughs) hold on also in 19 10 12 i think it's also 20 oh my god my notes are so ridiculous um also in 1920 i believe is when prohibition started oh 1919 so you have this big wave of Italian immigrants coming, and then you have prohibition, yeah, which starts a whole economy yeah. um of imagine, yeah, can you imagine? wow, <laughs> I know,
1: I know, um, it's so wild to me that, like there was a point in time where they were like, "This is not as I'm drinking a high noon." They were like, this is not good. We should not let people be doing this willy-nilly. And then they just gave up.
0: Yeah, I don't know too much about prohibition, but I do feel like it was, um,
1: mm,
0: I don't know, like most things in this country, I feel like it was just like a, a money move.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like probably marijuana is going to become. Yeah, it's like all whatever.
0: Um... So anyway, this is when you have a lot of immigrants moving into it, and this is when you have stuff showing up in the news, Um, violence, things of that nature. Um, So yeah, you have a lot of families. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was like in the 30s, this one boss comes along, and he's like, look, oh, because there was like a war. There was like a battle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There was a, a mafia battle. Um, and they're like, "Look, we're gonna split up into five different families," mm-hmm. and he established the mafia hierarchy. I love this. Do you know the mafia hier- no. hierarchy? There's a whole chart. <laughs> There's a whole chart. A whole chart. So you have this gang of men. You have these guys that are they have, these wise guys. These wise guys. They got the meat sweats all the time. <laughs> these guys yeah um and they're in their little clubhouse and they're giving each other titles yeah and um so at the very top you have your boss yeah um slash consigliere that's a fun word
1: consigliere
0: yeah and then under that you have your underboss so you have your junior junior soprano you have your tony soprano yeah um and then under your underboss is where your capos are okay um and then under your capos you have your soldiers okay and then under your soldiers you have your associates
1: Uh. (laughs) ah
0: your associates
1: i love this
0: yeah so everything over associates are quote-unquote made men they are under the protection of the family Interesting. I know. I know. Isn't this crazy? And then you have your associates, which are like your lesser, uh, maybe like another gang gets involved yeah, in like yeah. whatever they're doing or whatever. Um, so, yeah, you start to um, become. Part of this family, which is you're you're protected from everything. Like it's like they have these rules that are like, if you look at the boss's wife, you will be killed. Like shit, like that. They have this whole like. I'm it, sure they have initiation rituals.
1: It's very. It's. I mean, I. I. It's like any. I. It's like any gang. I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's all. Um. Also, everything under. Uh, the cap or the capos and above yeah they had to be of pure italian descent
1: that's what i was about to ask because you've heard about like the irish mob and stuff like yeah, that. yeah that's a whole other thing that's a whole other i thing. don't know their system
0: like, but i'm sure yeah, yeah, yeah. they have one also
1: crazy yeah and now amber you are of italian descent yeah so on both family side
0: no just my father's side okay. and they um they have changed the rules. And what do you, mean? you can still be a part of the mafia. Oh, okay. If you're uh, uh, half blood? If you're half blood on your father's side.
1: I can't be in the mafia. I'm in, baby. I'm out of it. I'm All on right. my mom's.
0: I'll loop you in on
1: the download. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I um you ever watch Mob Wives? Mm mm. Okay. So <laughs> it's uh it was a bunch of women. I know the lady with the boobas. Ah, big Ange. Yeah. Yeah. She's sadly passed away. She she was the best. Yeah. One time they were asking them all, they were like, who's your favorite mob wife? And they're like, and they gave honest answers. And then she goes, my favorite mob wife is myself. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, big Ange. Cause obviously anyway, and there was this one girl on it and like her father was like in prison for like a drug bust in the mafia. And she was talking about how she was going to open her own dispensary. And she was going to become the Kush queen of Staten Island. And I'm like, in what planet? I think her name was Karen. Might have been Karen. Karen. In what planet were they going to let you open a business where you carried drugs? (laughs) (laughs) Wait
0: that was like her plan to go legit yeah oh bless
1: she was like i'm gonna be the cush queen of Staten island and i'm like no one is gonna let you operate that business Aww. with your last name sweetie pie honey bunches of votes i'm so sorry you're you are on the tv show mob wives what was her last name what oh it was dev, like dev, dev. no that was the other one it was Hold um down. i'll tell you in a second karen
0: Karen to my oh Bob Um, I have been watching The Sopranos. I'm not Gravano. Ju- Gravano. Gravano. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Somebody used a uh, long. There was a Longo on The Sopranos. My last name. Briefly, I was like, "Hey, yo!" I grew up with another
1: Longo. Yeah, there's a lot of us. Um... Her father was. Sammy the bull, Sammy the Bull, I should have
0: put together a list of of uh monikers boo gababbagoo,abbago,
1: but um, uh, I did some research in the form of talking to my grandmother, nice would you like to hear some history from the side of my family yeah. without me name dropping names? Yeah. What's their last name?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you don't have to say it. Um, my grandmother's maiden. Last name was, I won't say the, the other last name um and we had i've met him i met him before he passed away we had he was a cousin a, like a cousin probably removed once or twice or something like that mm-hmm. um we will call him
0: right okay, perfect
1: um so he was a, a cousin an older cousin of mine and he started his life Uh, writing bad checks and I was like what does that mean and my mom was like he would write checks for things and like he couldn't pay for them and I'm like like for the mafia and he's like no he was like 16 and I'm like what do you mean (laughs) so he was like doing this from early on this kind of stuff and then he um what did my mom say his father was a number runner which had something to do with like gambling, gambling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he um, I don't know exactly what I remember my mom telling me like a title he had and I don't remember what it was, but he was in and out of jail his entire life. And then the last time he went to jail was because of this big drug bust in Staten Island and they sent him to Rikers. And then when he got out of Rikers Island, he was very, very strange. He used to be, like, very talkative and very, like, hey, yeah. And then he came out, and I remember I met him, and he was, like, just sitting in a corner, like, very traumatized. He had a teardrop tattooed under his eyeball, which he did not go into prison with, Oof. but certainly came out with. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and then he passed away very shortly after that of a heart attack. Um. Um, but when we were at his funeral, it was me, my sister, and my dad. Mm-hmm. And my dad—this isn't his family; it's my mom's family. And we had gotten there early, and we were kind of—this is horrible. and we were, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and we were kind of just like standing in the room with him in his coffin. Um, and my dad was like, "This is the coolest thing." And like there was like instances with people in my family where I remember there was an engagement party for my cousin and they like met him and this guy came in and he was like, oh, hello, and kissed his fucking hand. Wait,
0: your dead cousin?
1: Yeah. He kissed his hand? No, like this was when he was still alive. Oh, okay. <laughs> like we were at a party and like it was my, it was another cousin's engagement party. So was he like a Don? I don't know what he was. I don't know what he was. But he had like he did things.
0: He was a made man. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. Um, I have two instances in my family that I know of loosely. One yeah. one of them was um, I'll be as vague as possible on this one, but uh my grandfather... and nobody ever talked about it again. Nobody mentioned their names, none How of them. Strange, and I found this out th- through a weird yeah. circumstantial thing. And then the other one, I know that my grandmother's family were they made booze. I know, Uh-oh. I know they were they were into the bootlegging thing,
1: like, um, I know they made wine, whiskey,
0: I know, gin, I know there was wine, and I believe they were making wine back in italy also maybe yeah but um so i know they were bootlegging here and my grandmother has one of the coolest pictures and she never realized it it was like a picture of her father and her uncle Mm -hmm. um taken in front of like a bunch of bottles okay and um, her dad was really short and he's like standing on two glass bottles to make himself look taller it's uh-huh. like this like really cute weird picture yeah. and then like when my uncle told me that like he was a bootlegger and he was like making wine and shit and I was like oh that's why he's standing in front of a bunch of fucking empty wine yeah. bottles in this <laughs> in this photograph it was like the that craziest so thing it was the craziest thing and then like when I asked my grandma about it She was like, oh, yeah, I know he made wine, but, like, that was just for us. We were just drinking it. And then, like...
1: Bullshit, (laughs) grandma. My (laughs) uncle,
0: out of the corner of my eye, I see him, like, just shaking his head, like, no.
1: (laughs) We were selling that.
0: Yeah. I mean, this was back at, like, before my grandparents even got married. So, this was, like, in, like, the 40s. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. I remember... So, we used to go to... We used to go to multiple Italian restaurants. One was called the Parkside in New York. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you ever heard this rumor that uh, if you go to an Italian restaurant and like either the windows are darkened or there's things covering the windows. It usually is like someplace the mafia usually goes to or it's owned by the mafia or it's a front for the mafia. Something mafia related. Makes sense. So people can't see. I read about that. Into the into the restaurant yeah. where people are dining. How it's
0: like a it's a huge thing. It's yeah. a whole money laundering. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, there's this one restaurant that is thought to be that, and we used to go to it all the time for like big holidays. It's was gorgeous. It's the best fucking Italian food in Queens. <laughs> oh my god, they have this thing called the Madonna Room, and it's just a bunch of pictures. Of, not the Madonna, the Marilyn Monroe room, and it's just a bunch of pictures of Marilyn Monroe. <laughs>
0: How specific and strange. Very
1: strange, right? I love it. On um, the Madonna room or something else. Anyway, um, but they, it did exist. <laughs> <laughs> but and so there was this guy who used to park cars there and um, he then moved on to parking cars at this other Italian restaurant that we went to right before I moved. And my mom got to talking to him one day and he was like, oh, yeah, I used to park cars at the parkside and he and my mom were like oh we used to go there all of the time and then he was like oh yeah and then he started telling some stories and then my mom started telling some stories and then my mom was like have you ever met and dropped her cousin's name and he went that's your cousin and he goes yeah and he goes mm, say no more what does that mean <laughs> huh hmm huh
0: did they have an extra cannoli or two come out to
1: the table? <laughs> right? They were like, "Ooh, this was just the guy who parked the cars." Oh. This was at the other Italian restaurant that was not mob affiliated. Oh. This was owned by Argentinian people.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have a statistic about what? <laughs> about mob-owned restaurants. Uh uh uh, uh, uh. um res- uh from 1985 to 1987 Sicilian mafiosi in the U.S. imported an estimated $1.65 billion worth of heroin through pizzerias, <laughs> hiding the cargo in various food products.
1: Wow. Uh, where da, in da, Italy da, are da, you from? Da, Do you know da, da, da.
0: Um, I know my grandfather's family is from Sicily and my grandmother's, I looked it up once. I don't know it offhand, but I know she's from a little further. North. Okay. Um like uh her family had uh like a kind of like a fairer complexion. Okay. Like her brothers had blue eyes. Okay. Um but uh no I don't know offhand.
1: My great grandfather was from Sicily.
0: Yeah, they're like a you have Italians, and then
1: you have Sicily. Yeah. yeah, they're completely different. They're they speak sh- a different sh- language, half yeah, like not yeah, like yo. fully, but like a lot of words are different. Yeah, different dialect. And my grandmother, my great grandmother was from Naples. Oh, nice. Napoli done. You know they use that as an insult. Yeah. How fucking rude. <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So in do 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 1970 the government passed this thing called the racketeer influenced and corruption organizations act which is the rico act
1: oh rico yeah okay you could have just said that
0: i know but i wanted to read the whole thing okay i know rico sometimes
1: sometimes i think they're talking about a guy it's just a guy. It's um, it's this guy that comes in and ruins everything for <laughs> your company. Everything.
0: Um. So, from 1970 to 1990, 1,000 family figures were convicted. Uh, during that time frame, twenty twenty years, thousand no. people.
1: Mm,
0: that doesn't seem like. Too many. It doesn't
1: sound like a lot of people in 20 years.
0: Um, But it said uh, it led to a decline in activity. But maybe that also means they, they just got, got smarter. They got better at not yeah. getting caught. Which, good for them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think, you know, at the end of the day, this is a really horrible thing to say. But, out of all of the criminals in the world when I used to watch prison ba- break <laughs> and there, there was like, even in prison, there was like a, um, a hierarchy of people. Like I, okay. I committed a crime, but I would never do that. You know I, what I mean? That's strange. And like, I remember the mob guy with like, like pedophiles and rapists. He was like, yeah, no fucking time.
0: They're the gentleman's criminal.
1: They're the gentleman's criminal. Truly. Truly. Like they're like no women they are the titanic lifeboats of the criminal world women and children stay safe with us yeah and totally not
0: for like sexist reasons yeah. at all <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, i mean it's messed up at the other day I,
0: you know what it is what it is okay so there's um i segue into because it's uh this is related but there's a a documentary on pbs called the italian americans that i started watching and it's really good i haven't finished it i don't know it might be too much of a bummer um but i found this article it's called what sets italian americans off from other immigrants Mm -hmm. um and this is like just a paragraph it says, even in the 1950s and 60s, Italians encountered prejudice and negative stereotypes. Much of that was related to the mafia, often victimized by organized crime. Italian-Americans also found their collective reputation tarnished by organized crime, even as they climbed the socio socioeconomic ladder. Then there's the Godfather Paradox. And there's the
1: Godfather (laughs) paradox.
0: This is this sums it up. It's so good. The paradox is that one of the great triumphs of modern Italian-American culture has also reinforced many of the negative stereotypes that have long dogged Italian-Americans. The book and the movie also provided a more unfortunate justification for organized crime. The business of Don Corleone and his family seemed to differ very little from the business of American capitalists. (laughs) This dark dark lesson may have fit with the decade's sense of corruption and disillusionment, but it also seemed to legitimize organized crime.
1: It did all that? It did. (laughs) It did all that. I think I hate to give The Godfather that much credit. (laughs) I mean, just as like
0: a... uh, um, Are you watching The Godfather? The Godfather. Um, Who's to say? I think if you really do some um, look into uh, what immigration was like for all ethnic groups, but Mm -hmm. Italian-Americans specifically, there was a lot of prejudice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. so it's, it's an interesting route to go down, and um, I like that my research took me there. Um, I could totally um, be a mom boss with my middle management skills. You're right.
1: <laughs> I could not. I would crumble under the pressure. Um,
0: yeah, I think, I, could, I think it would be fun.
1: Yeah. Let's do it. Let's kill people. <laughs> Yay. Let's smuggle drugs. And murder people who tell on us in this economy. What choice do we have? You're a fucking tattletale. Swim (laughs) with the fishes.
0: (laughs) You pinky promise. You
1: fucking pinky (laughs) promise.
0: You're dead now. Bada bing.
1: Bada bing. Do you have anything else? I'm trying to think. Hold on. I'm so upset that you haven't finished season five of The Sopranos. I'm sorry. I'm working really hard. It's getting
0: very grim, and it's I can only do like one episode at
1: a time now. Yeah. Oh man. I was so. Prep- I you've cut off like a complete like I'm ginormous sorry. thing that I wanted to talk you about. You should have
0: asked me before. I know something terrible is going to happen to Adriana. I don't
1: want to talk about it. <laughs> I love her so much. For anyone for okay, so here's a shout out to Drea De Mateo, who grew up in Malba, New York, which is where I grew up. And there's maybe fifty houses in Malba. Really? Yeah. What do you mean there's only fifty it's houses? Very hold on, let me look that up. Why would there even be a place? That's it's f- very small. Hold on. How do you know many houses? <laughs> In Malba.
0: So anyway, were you going to bring up Drea DiMatteo's OnlyFans?
1: <laughs> now that we're here. Because
0: <laughs> she has one of those.
1: Under 500 homes.
0: Okay. So you're close. Yeah, <laughs> 50, you know. <laughs> Under 500 homes. That's still homes. not a lot.
1: No, it's very small. And then they opened up, I remember was this. there was this deli called like the Malba Deli. And she had like a headshot, hell yeah, like a signed headshot hanging in the Malba Deli like it was prominently on display. And uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Drea Day Mateo, <laughs> she's our person. She's she's our Go person. Go subscribe to her on OnlyFans, guys. Anything else, Amber? I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't even have here. I haven't thought of the topic. Wait, yes, I have. That's a lie. Ooh, okay. It is. Well, someone suggested it. Okay. But I'm going to tweak it a little. Okay. Um, so they requested that we cover the relationship between Christina and Joan Crawford and Mommy Dearest. I think that's a touchy subject. So instead, I think we should just cover the topic of Joan Crawford. Just in general, well, her her k- rise in career. Okay, yeah, fun. I think it's. I think um, she has a great story, and not that we won't touch on like the whole "Mommy Dearest" thing, but I just don't think we should do a whole episode about whether or not someone got abused while they were a child. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But uh, Joan Crawford had a had a weird life
0: i mean i figured
1: yeah but we will talk about like mommy dearest and joan crawford and cool yeah excellent yeah her um probably the most cool thing to you that i will send your way is her relationship with clark gable Ooh, love that guy yeah
0: what a hunk yeah
1: like to relax after a long stressful day after a long
0: stressful day i like to sprawl out on my luxurious velvety
1: sofa Mm -hmm. and uh, light up a doob light up a doobie ruby (laughs) and luckily we have some very exciting news for our listeners who also like to imbibe in the devil's lettuce (laughs) yes and it is We have a discount code for all of you over at Hemper.co. Hemper.co. (laughs) Hemper.co. So from now on, whatever you buy at Hemper.co, if you use the discount code OKThePod, which is us, you'll get how much off? 5%. (gasps) Additionally. Additionally. And they have great sales. And they have great sales. So it can be combined with sales. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you need an extra, you know, I don't know what you're going to need. Some rolling papers, some bongaroonies. <laughs> oh, some they have really cute pippies.
0: subscription services.
1: So go to hemper.co, y'all, and uh, shop a I've said shop too many times. a Rooney,
0: I know, and you never say that in real life. shop
1: Yeah. And yet I say it on here all the oh. time.